0: Reason three hundred sixty-five million four hundred twenty-two to support us on Patreon. We um, had our account locked; our server was locked, and turned out it was time to pay the bill, and it was a doozy. And under normal circumstances, it would have caused quite a issue, but because of our patrons, we had money in our account, and we were able to quickly move that over, pay our dues, and get our account turned back on to where you really didn't notice, I don't think, that our account had been frozen. We appreciate our patrons, so please head over to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and support us at any level to keep the lights on. Literally, figuratively, keep the lights on. And we appreciate those of you who do. Thank you so much. Aloha! This is Jason from Hawaii welcome to a special edition of the comics for fun and profit
1: podcast in this episode i will be interviewing returning guests and friends of the show writers Stuart moore and fred harper they are the amazing creative team on their on this new mini series called highball now it is a five part um, limited series from ahoy comics magazine The first issue comes out on September 7th, and issue two comes out on October 12th. Now, please note that this is for mature readers, and I'm going to let you guys know, I can't read this because I'm very immature. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yeah. I was like, I can't even hear that. (laughs) Okay, so um, Stuart and Fred, um, welcome back to the
2: show. How are you guys doing today?
3: No, we're good. I think I'm good.
2: How are you, Fred? Collectively, I think we're doing, we're batting pretty good.
3: Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you put it all into, into a calculator, into a computer and average it out. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like looking
2: at it like in about 10-year stretches. I was <laughs> okay. you know, doing pretty, I'm not even, I might not even remember this part. You know what I mean?
4: It's so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, okay. So
1: listeners, you, you know, you guys are in for a treat. We're going to just have fun in this episode. We're just going to talk about the comic um Highball. Now, um, before we really get into the interview and start talking about that, I just want to, you know, for new listeners, you know, I've interviewed Fred, um, you know, with writer um Paul Constant last year, and that was in episode seven, um, I'm sorry, 676. And it was to promote Snelson, comedy is dying and that trade paperback is out in storage if you guys want to check that out and i've interviewed Stuart basically you know back in june and that is episode 742 if you guys want to check that out as well um we talked about the, um, the wrong earth purple from ahoy comics so again if you guys get a chance to please check out those two interviews you know with fred and with Stuart, and also too, i also want to point out too i just found out this morning and Stuart, correct me if i'm wrong um i believe the wrong earth the one shots is collected and comes out i believe sometime in october if i remember correctly i think i saw that somewhere uh yeah october 12th okay that's right all yeah. right sorry Stuart. i didn't mean to throw that curveball at
3: you both it's like oh, nope, wait, no no so. i got my i got my schedule right here oh, already it's right. actually the same day as a uh, highball number Two. Oh, okay all right um also
1: to um so um also to listeners i just want to point out too that um, Stuart and Fred recently worked on the Wrong Earth Purple One-Shot from Ahoy Comics. Now, that issue came out back in May. I read it. I loved it. You know, it. I love the Batman 89 vibe to it. And more importantly, I couldn't believe I saw a nice little reference of Zima
3: in that,
4: that, in that issue. Yeah,
3: that book, too. I want to mention that is in the trade paperback we were just talking about. That's part of the Wrong Earth, the One-Shots trade paperback
1: so um and then um bef- and then i want to give a big shout out to hannah Bahedri of super fan promotions for setting up this interview hannah thank you very much um do you guys want to add anything to that
2: oh cheer- cheers
3: to hannah we're gonna have to name a drink after her somewhere
4: you know?
3: <laughs> we, we we love hannah and uh as uh, if you if you're a fan of hannah or if you want to be a fan of hannah Keep an eye on the the back pages of Highball number two. That's all I'll say. Right okay. Now. Oh,
1: that's nice. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Now, I now before doing this, um, in, before the I set up this interview, I did, um, did my research. You know, actually, I, I stole some information from the article in the Comics Beat, um, um, um website. Then that 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 um, article that was dated on July eighteenth. It was titled "Exclusive Behind the Scenes with Stuart Moore and Fred Harper's um, Highball," and it was written by Joe um, Grunwald. and co- And the commentary was by you, Stuart. You know, um, I highly recommend listeners to check out that great article because it also shows um, some of um, some of Fred's um, early designs and also um, designs that he used for the series. and It's great. I love it. It was really nice, Fred. You know, just things just all the behind the scenes stuff. And that was nice.
2: Yeah, it's really fun to think about, uh, you know, because uh, the way Stuart uh, uh, presented the, the concept and then the more we talked about it, the, uh, it was like so it was open-ended enough where i could play around with like so many influences throughout the years of of, of oh, science fiction yes. like visuals and so it's like uh, a very interesting uh, uh, uh like exploration you know like i'm like wow i i get to exercise that part of my brain that i usually don't get to access you know mm-hmm. like, well, I, don't, I don't need that creative part as much in in these other things because they're more conventional Mm -hmm. and now i've got the these like a whole new world to create you know and it was like wow i could do anything oh shit you know it's almost overwhelming
4: yeah yeah Yeah.
3: Stuart, i'm gonna ask do you want to add anything to what fred said no except he's done a beautiful job of it uh and uh but i think we'll i think we'll get into some of the some of the details as we go along, but yeah, and I'm uh, I'm I'm glad people got to see the early sketches. That they, um, they're not quite reflective of the way the actual book looks. So um, so yeah, people yeah. people should people should keep that in mind, like as they as they pick it up. Okay. Yeah, it's like
2: that's where we started. The, yeah, exactly. Usually, just throw out the first ideas. Just just as a rule, like when you're trying to design something, and and uh, the, the sad part is I I probably did like three or four other drawings before yeah. that just mm-hmm. to show them guys you know and then they're like
3: yeah we gotta throw these out you know I'm like yeah you're right you're well like, <laughs> well so, but some some stuff came out pretty close right off the right out of the gate I think uh, yeah I had like, uh, things that I'm like we're
2: stubbornly stuck in my head you know mm-hmm. I really wanted to like you know like do uh, you know with the with the characters that I, I had been thinking about for a very long time but uh you know I, you know it's like Stuart came to me with his his thing uh -hmm. uh, with the highball concept already kind of figured out and like my ideas uh it it weren't you know they're they're just accumulated ideas over the years of of, you know when you look at science fiction you go like how do we get to this Mm -hmm. yeah how do how do you how, how you know like when you're in star trek you know like how do you get from where we're at right now to star trek you know and and you're like who invented the thing that led to the thing that to the Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and so yeah you had you end up with uh, that process and it's exciting to explore so
3: well you you added a lot in the the process you added a lot of texture to it because you um you had a lot of sort of world building and rationale for why things work on the ship that uh i was too lazy to think about it all (laughs) you know like (laughs) i was more and, and and in all seriousness i was probably more focused on um the political situation in the galaxy and the uh mm-hmm. and the individual characters um so yeah I, it, it it sort of became more than the sum of its parts i think as we both worked on it absolutely
2: yes there, yeah we we just yeah like because uh, the 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 social commentary the, mm-hmm. the characters that you know re- reflects like what we're currently in today and mm-hmm. yeah and it's and it's like we're we're Stuart and i are pretty much on the same page you know with yeah uh and and so you end up like oh I'm totally in let's do this I'm, you know? I'm i'm
3: glad i'm glad we're pretty much on the same page because like i didn't ask you what you thought of whether you were a big cryptocurrency fan for instance
4: before i uh,
3: <laughs> before i started making fun of it all over the page yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no i really knew that guy
2: as soon as you started like playing around with that i'm like oh my gosh i know him, uh, <laughs> you know him. yeah you know that guy <laughs> yeah, I- ironically the 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 character that i'm using uh as a reference for that, that uh, the the my friend who I'm using as a reference for that uh, <laughs> uh, that character who's a who's really into the the crypto. Uh-huh. Uh, he my my friend really hates crypto. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so he's like, ah, all right, well, you know, it's a character. <laughs> it's a character.
1: Okay, so um, um, I know we're slowly getting into it. Um, let me just. Kind of, um I'm just going to start getting to some questions already. um Actually, before I start, so a highball, you guys already had. Now, uh, according to the Ahoy Comics website, it is described as Guardians of the Galaxy meets the Hitchhiker's Guy. And also, too, I want to read another quote, too, from Derek Robertson, the co creator of The Boys and current artist on Batman Fortress that's out in stores right now. Now, he and Derek, De- Derek. Um, is, has been quoted to say, if we took the current Shet Show that is humanity out into space this very minute, it would be no surprise that our hero would be Stuart Moore and Fred Harper's highball. You know, a little bit of Futurama and a little bit of Red Dwarf and a whole lot of
3: space boos. <laughs> so how'd you guys get that quote from him? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I, I've known Derek a long time. I, I worked with him on Trans Metropolitan back in the day, um, and uh, uh, actually, I, I think I, I think I called and asked if he wanted to do a variant cover at one point, and he was too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got talking to him about it, and he offered to give a quote. So that was that was just really nice, and I, I knew it'd be up his alley. It's the kind of thing he likes. <laughs>
2: Brett, did you want to comment on that? Uh, well, no, I only know him from afar. So that was <laughs> that was only uh, that was all in Stuart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So um, Stuart, I'm gonna ask you this. So um,
3: for the listeners, can you tell us what the story's about um, what the story's about? Well, it's um it's basically on the on the surface, it's about a um it's about the best um, pilot in the Earth Space Corps um, who can only hit the target when he's dead drunk. Mm -hmm. um and uh not to spoiler it too much or anything but as you go along you as the story goes along it sort of becomes clear that that's not the only reason he drinks um Mm -hmm. that he's surrounded by a sort of a web of corruption earth's uh earth's government is controlled by some aliens who are really kind of disgusting and pitiful but they're just such bullies that they they sort of like Wormed their way in, and we just kind of let them run everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the men talk. Um, so it, it's it's kind of like on the surface, it's it starts off as almost a farce where um, oh, yes. it, 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 it's 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 a pretty goofy story at the beginning, but hopefully it's got a little more going on under the surface. And as it goes along, like there's plenty of action and space adventure,
4: mm-hmm. um,
3: and hopefully plenty of humor. Um, but. the uh, there's something a little. Hopefully, I just hope people get to know Highball a little more as it as it goes along, the character,
4: yes. and
3: that uh, and that he becomes real to them, and they sort of sympathize with his struggles. If that's not too pretentious, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's always the challenge of uh, having a character that's supposed to be the he's marked as the lead guy, mm-hmm. and like you know, so a lot of times what I what I've always done in the past with other shows you know like uh like say Seinfeld for example mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's a show about Seinfeld but then everybody ends up identifying with like this other character or yeah. this other character and then we have that in Highball we have the other characters that maybe you identify more with this or that mm-hmm. like the the and, and Highball himself is is like he's designed to be the lead guy mm-hmm. and so it's it, you're you're almost over have to overcome other people's problems with the <laughs> Levi, you know character you know yeah he's, he's kind of uh initially that like the the focus was he's more like i'm that uh i'm that dude that like everybody loves just and i get all the privilege and mm-hmm. everything you know and yeah. uh and so you you have to overcome that natural resentment that might
3: people might have of that and mm-hmm. uh, um, I would say there is a level on which the book is about white male privilege, as the, as S- Snelson was too. The, the last book yeah. you worked on, in a, in a very oh different God. way. Yeah, yeah. Just, I did like, mean to cut you off. Sorry. All the all the comics that
2: I met, you know, uh, that like you know, look at Snelson, you know, they'll either identify with it or they're like, yes, they'll be like. I can't believe you did this, you know, you know, you hate me or something, you know, and I'm like, no, no,
4: it's just a thing,
2: an observation, but yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's similar with, with Highball uh, in that he, uh, you know, he kind of has that, you know, he, you know, they're like, how did he talk his captain into like taking the entire crew to this other planet, you know, mm-hmm. or, or how, you know, why, why does he get to drink? constantly yeah. Well, yeah like, why do
3: they let him do that
2: <laughs> they all seem fine with that you know it's like space is very liberal apparently uh, <laughs> yes we're down with alcoholism uh <laughs> sorry for a good cause and uh,
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, <laughs> so fred already you've mentioned about you know we've worked you know Stuart and, and fred you guys mentioned that highball is you know he you know he gets drunk and he seems to do. Um, actually, he's supposed to be. When he gets drunk, he, you know, he he does better, you know. So, but Stuart, I want to ask you, where did you? Because I've read where you got this, your idea for the story from. So, for the listeners, can you tell us where did you get the idea of the story?
3: Well, I was out. Uh, I, I, I have told this story, but I was out. Um, I was out uh, drinking one night, uh, quite late. Um, with a, a friend who's actually involved with Hoy comics. Um, though I, I, But I, I haven't asked him if he wants me to reveal who it is. Oh so I, I probably shouldn't, um, but, uh, but we were just playing darts and it was in the old, um, Fred, you might know the place, the old Grassroots Tavern. It's not there anymore on uh, St. Mark's Place. And right. there were only, there were two dart boards in the back, like separate and it was yes. us and a bunch of NYU um, students, a bunch of girls just like throwing darts. And, uh, and my friend, there were a lot of us there, maybe like eight or 10 of us there taking turns. And my friend, the more he drank, the more bullseyes he hit. Like he just got, he just, he just got into some Zen zone where, um, once the inhibitions went down where he could just like, he could just hit the bullseye every time. And I thought that's, you put that in outer space. That's a comic book. That's
4: great. (laughs) No, it's just itself. uh...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Fred. What was that, Fred? Sorry.
1: Oh, he just writes itself. It uh, <laughs> <he> just
4: writes
2: <laughs>
3: itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so Stuart, I, I, um, I, I'm joking on this part. You know, your friend. Did you notice what kind of beer he was drinking? while that improved his game. Like, you know, was it a Bud Light, <laughs> regular? You know, was it a regular Budweiser? Was it something on, you know, on tap? I'm, I'm joking it,
3: on this, but it was definitely. It would definitely have been Guinness um which uh which tells you it's probably it's not an american (laughs) but uh but yeah it would have been guinness Mm
4: -hmm. i get better
3: on guinness too yeah guinness (laughs) is um surprisingly americans don't tend to know this but it's surprisingly low alcohol like it's a it's about the same as drinking Bud light so you can keep going on it for quite a while you can get a little you can get a little glide going i think oh
1: yeah i gotta remember that the next time (laughs) Ah, okay
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh tips Tips from the comics
1: yes okay and then um um Stuart and then I'll ask Fred so Stuart um what was Tom's reaction when you told him the origin story the origin story of your um for your um like how you came up with highball what, what was Tom's reaction It was like you know like wait what you, you wrote a story based <laughs> on some
3: guy improving his Dart, you know his dart skill yeah. being drunk. <laughs> Tom and I are pretty in sync. Uh, he he kind of he kind of got it right away, I think, or he humored me into saying he did. I am. Um, I try to be a little careful with Ahoy because I'm uh, I'm involved with it on so many levels. Um, I didn't want to actually sell this book until I knew I could do it. So oh, yeah. I sat down and I sat down and wrote the first script before I asked them to approve it. Um, mm-hmm. and I uh and I, I also wanted to make sure that I could fit a decent pilot story into 20 or 22 pages, as it turned out. Um, and uh, I, so I, I kind of wanted to prove to myself that it worked as much mm-hmm. as anything. So I did that. So Tom and Hart Seeley, the publisher, had that in front of them uh, at the point where they okayed it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't normally do that. Normally people do proposals or a little partial script or something, but uh, I just, uh, I, 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 like I said, I wanted to make it work for myself. And mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to show those guys what I, what I really wanted to do with it. Oh, okay.
1: And then, Fred, I'm going to ask you, um, like, when Stuart told you the story of, uh, like, the origin story of um, how Highball came about, what was your reaction? Oh, uh, like,
2: I just was like, sorry I wasn't at that bar. Uh, <laughs> I am too. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I see that. It called me. Uh, but, yeah, it was, uh, it's like one of those, uh, yeah, w- when I got the script, um, you know, and then, uh uh, just the one line in it was just grabbed me and I was like oh I want to do this because mm-hmm. it's in my wheelhouse of what I want to do mm-hmm. and, and I was like yeah you know it, 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 I have to you know I, I, I totally get it uh, like the political scene the whole social mm-hmm. uh, structure of the book and I was
3: like yes I I, I see it already so mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and I was I was so happy when you told me you'd been wanting to do a science fiction book for a long time because you haven't really done a full full out um, like space adventure thing like this before. Um, but uh, but I, I was I was glad you were excited about that. Yeah, yeah, because I love science fiction, and I
2: have never you know I just love science fiction movies, and I like mm-hmm. exploring the the physics of all those things and uh, the possibility of them actually being real someday. Mm-hmm. And and then. Yeah. Uh, when when you were approaching it, I'm thinking like, oh, I want to be influenced by like H.R. Geiger. And I'm going to, this yeah. is going to be my fifth element. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, I'm going to do, this is the fifth element, you know, and I'm going to do all the design from from Geiger to Mobius and all those, mm-hmm. all my favorite heroes of, mm-hmm. of science fiction. And, and, uh, and then I also didn't know if it was going to be as humorous as like some of the other ahoy books but then yes. i'm like I'm at the ahoy books I'm like most of them are kind of sarcastic and most mm-hmm. of them are politically like commentary you know like and i
3: and i'm like oh this is going to be awesome yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and again that's one of the reasons i wanted to do the script was i knew it was going to be probably closer to farce than a lot of things i've written and mm-hmm. i just wanted to see if it would hang together i wasn't sure you know and i think it does and your work grounds it really nicely mm-hmm.
2: yeah i'm trying to embrace the uh the 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 feeling of disbelief in a, in a comic you know like it, it's a comic yeah. <laughs> We don't have to be super realistic about it i mean we're, yes. we're borrowing from realism so people know what we're doing mm-hmm. but also like just to be able to uh uh you know go yeah well he he just hit himself in the dart and, and magically you know like in the preview of that uh yes. issue that you saw you know he hits you know he hits his hand with a dart and he's bleeding in space yes you know so it's like oh okay uh suddenly you know what do you do when that happens you know like it like it, it's like everybody's just like oh yeah that just happened you know, yeah. uh, you know? Uh, the, the, the reaction yep. is it necessarily a real reaction like if you were in the military you know mm-hmm. like oh we're gonna take, go to the infirmary or whatever. you know it's it, it's he's uh, no, gonna handle it right here in the bar you know mm-hmm. and uh i i think that you know, uh, that first issue kind of establishes you know uh, mm-hmm. some of the, the fun you know the 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 playing with the uh, reality and reality. Dis- and and react you know. yes. So I hope I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry, Stuart. Did you want to <laughs> add something? Sorry.
3: No, no, no. That's cool. So Fred, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna ask you know. So how did, so how did you get this awesome assignment? How did you team up with Stuart? I mean, I know you guys worked on the. The, um, the wrong earth purple one
2: shot but yeah yeah i think it was more right place right time and, and then stewart
3: asked me you know i just okay. have,
2: like oh, i'm right here
3: uh, <laughs> yeah purple purple came out so well i i, yes. I, I was I, I jumped at the chance
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was, yeah. And it was fun to work with Stuart. And then, you know, but uh, my, my only reluctance was I was moving at the time and I knew I was going to
4: oh, be God. moving. It was
2: like, Oh, this is going to be a nightmare. Oh, so
3: I, I don't know.
2: I don't know how much of a nightmare. And uh, mm-hmm.
3: was- I lived in, I lived in fear that your fingers were going to be crushed under some like giant pile of boxes or drywall. You were removing drywall yes. and all this stuff. Oh, I'm like don't yeah. do that with your cans, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but,
2: uh,
3: Yeah, I was juggling chainsaws. uh, (laughs) I
2: I don't know why I was doing that while I was renovating, but, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was my fear, too, actually. (laughs) twist my leg, you know, leg off and smash my hands. And yeah, so, I've, uh, but fortunately I've always been, you know, I will, I will twist my leg off before I, I break my hands, you know, if I, if given a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> priorities. Yeah. I have Priorities. Yeah. Um,
1: so um, we start, we're already talking about some of the um, characters. Um, so Stuart, I, you know, we already talked about Highball. So, Stuart, I'm gonna start with you. Like, you know, can you like talk about who are some of your characters in the series? Because we know about well, Highball already. Well, we <laughs> talked.
3: Yeah, we talked about Highball. He's got a couple of fellow pilots. Um, uh, there's a guy named Chuck who will be um, who will become important as this as the series goes along. And all the all the pilots have these like Battlestar Galactica style call signs. Like Highball is this Highball. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one. There's one named Buzzy. Um, and Chuck's is Chuck's is just Chuck like he's just uh they just call him Chuck um but uh Chuck is a guy he's the guy who's a highball's gateway into the the sort of dark web world of crypto as it exists like several hundred years in the future Mm -hmm. um and uh Chuck I think of Chuck as a guy with all who's he he understands all the problems and he has all the wrong solutions like he has all he he knows everything that's wrong with with earth's government with the way everything's being run with the way the space corp is being administered, yes. but everything, but all he can come up with to try and solve this is these ridiculous get rich quick schemes, um, <laughs> that inevitably get him and eventually highball into a lot of trouble. Um, Buzzy is the other one. She's, um, she just wants to be a pilot. She's like the mm-hmm. only person who knows what the hell they're doing in the whole yes. thing. They have a superior, uh, their superior officer is a woman named tack who, mm-hmm. um, who was a pilot herself, understands what they're going through. She's really caught in the middle. She's almost, she's kind of the, she's almost the hero of the series, though she's got her own problems, Mm -hmm. Um, but we see heavily in issue two. Um, And there's a whole mystery around the, uh, there's a guy named Zero who's the second in command, who's running the, functionally running the ship. And he's (laughs) just a weasel. He's just a worm. Um, But, uh, and there's a mystery of the captain. The captain never comes out of her office. Mm-hmm. And uh they peek, they try and coax her out every once in a while and it, it doesn't seem to work. But uh that'll um that might pay off. It might mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I, I won't reveal that right yet. Okay. <laughs> and then um
1: let's see, um
3: Fred, how did you come up with
1: the character you know, the character designs for like tac tac zero, especially zero, because I saw it in the the comics beat article, zero kind of now correct He's me if I'm great. wrong, but he looks a little lumpy <laughs> and...
2: yeah well i was like uh going with the uh, the character of uh the impression i got from the characters and how they behave yeah i was like okay i kind of like i want to make this guy with a disappearing chin you know like you mm-hmm. can't really tell you know where's where's uh chin starts after mm-hmm. his bottom lip you know like uh and uh like i, I don't know i was just playing around with how far i could push that and yeah and also you know it's like a like kind of a spoof on on uh, uh star trek in a way yes. uh like you know how they, everybody has these nice form-fitting costumes they're always <laughs> in
4: shape,
2: you know to wear those costumes yeah and i'm like well you know i i know a lot of people and and most of them are not in shape and yep. uh, yeah yeah so, uh so like i don't know this guy you know he still has to wear the uniform though mm-hmm. and and so they they haven't figured maybe 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 in the future they have a pill to give him something like here this will make you look human again. yeah you know but uh but no they have him like uh, i i just wanted to play with a guy that's fallen apart that used to be in shape or might have at
3: one time been in you know but you know younger you yeah, yeah. It it also fits in with the idea that uh, and I I didn't really put this together, but it's it fits in with the idea that this is kind of a military operation. It's on the surface. It's a military (laughs) operation, Mm -hmm. but there's really something else going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, that means it it might not it, it might not hold the the crew to quite the rigorous standards of physical fitness that you would expect from say the marine corps um yeah yeah, yeah i we and we don't wanna we don't want to be fat shaming here either like that's not really know, yeah. that's not the game at all he's just a character he's just yeah. character. Well,
2: it's just kind of a, that realism that you bring into something because you're like now realistically there's yes. things like this that uh, that you know like people age you know and and nobody yeah. really you, you, could, you could spend like a whole series of exploring all the problems and mm-hmm. adventures or, or you know whatever happens mm-hmm. as I age mm-hmm. and uh, you know the, so as like personally as I get older I've been thinking about how I age and everything mm-hmm. so I, I've been like oh I gotta you know do you know I gotta be careful about that now and, and, yes. and, and like it's like one of those backstory things that you can bring into this that you don't need to know about that for mm-hmm. the you know it's just like he's just that's the character mm-hmm. and i wanted everybody to look distinctly different because they're all wearing basically the same uniform you mm-hmm.
3: know right
2: and uh, yeah i don't even know what the i imagine is like he's got a design Think like everybody kind of has a skull cap uh on these you know like a, for their hair like i figure hair in space zero mm-hmm. gravity is going to be a pain in the ass and yeah. So uh if if you have like a skull cap you wear uh, and it's like you can use it as communication you can you know it's like yeah. I'm, I'm always reading science fiction stuff uh so you know like the hair can be like a hologram or it can be like an it's like an a, an, a you know a really advanced <laughs> LED thing so uh, I just
3: realized you um you set that up where they they could they could communicate that way and i have like no scenes in the entire series where anybody has to hail anybody else except when they're on the bridge like that's (laughs) that's the only time so like i I didn't use that at all (laughs) maybe next time i went with the
2: mysteriousness that uh like they they can they have his body stats and readings uh, right from the other side of the universe (laughs) <laughs> and I'm uh, and like, I'm like, man, you know, he's infected with some kind of nanotechnology. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, forever, you know. That's and, what uh, I assumed. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I went with it. So I, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of, yeah, I can see that, you know. But I, I also saw that, like, one of the things uh, that I would have done, uh, it would have liked to incorporate in the story is uh, how there could be messages on their back of their heads like you know like then yeah. you know like they could have or like i'm i'm in a bad mood and you just see clouds on their head and you know like a cloudy day know. Or, you know like
3: they, or they, or they could or they could
2: sell advertising <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah nah. too, you know. and then, like that's where <laughs> i feel like yeah it could really go with that you know? that's <laughs> Yeah, another idea i had for a science fiction book Mm -hmm. like was a chase scene where like the the bad guys are chasing the good guys or Mm -hmm. whatever and uh as the good guys are running they have to like go to another section of the city Mm -hmm. and it's called off but in order to pass through a door you have to sing a happy jingle you know so you got (laughs) that situation going on Mm -hmm. where they're trying they're shooting at them and they're like i like Creamy
3: puffs. <laughs> well, that's um, that's kind of similar to the Mentoc story in issue two, where uh, in order to get from one place to another in the Mentoc right. space station, they have to solve little puzzles on the doors. Uh, it's, like, it's like it's like it's like being in the it's like being in some Mensa nightmare. Like this yeah, like yeah. this the Masonic <laughs> lodge of Mensa where you're not allowed to do anything unless you prove out, unless Absolutely. you show how <laughs> goddamn smart you are in the most shallow way possible at every
4: turn. So yeah, I, that, I like that was the idea there.
2: Sorry, get- sorry.
3: Guess much hand
2: has the has the shiny object it's in it? I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. So Stuart, you
1: mentioned the mentalks. Yeah. Um now I, I had to look up the meaning of the word because I just wanted to make sure it was so the mentox, is it, it you know, it, was there a reason why you use you specifically call that race the mentox? was like was did you you know, was it from the did you just pull it off from the
3: dictionary or um i i don't remember where i got the name but uh the the deliberate connotation it was it's sort of like Mensa, which i just said um but it's um basically they think they're really smart mm-hmm. like they um and the, everything every every part of the image they project is designed to tell you hey we're really smart so we should be running your government we should be running your military um when -hmm. really they're just kind of they're not smart it's like it's Mm -hmm. like donald trump calling himself a stable genius all the time and you know like it's a but they convince enough people that they're able to get control of things like Mm -hmm. and and it's partly because we humans are just kind of lazy when you come down to it a lot of the time like we we don't um we don't always take care of business. We just sort of let people like come in and run over us, and uh, that's pretty much yeah. the situation with the Mentak. Like, if you if you look at the situation coldly, as I hope the, you know, the reader coming to it fresh will, mm-hmm. you'll think there's no reason, there's no way you should let these people run anything, you know. <laughs> but humanity has sort of gradually done it, and there's a there's a backstory involving a war. We we were on one side of it with them, and we we, we sort of made an alliance. Um, but really, it's just. It's just it was just the path of least resistance. Yeah. 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 And then Stuart, I,
1: I'm, be, I before, before I ask you a question, Stuart, I just wanted to go over because you mentioned the space space core core, but it's not space cores or something <laughs> because I know there there was a because in the article there's a there's an S missing at the end.
3: Yes. Yeah. A, that that's a point. That's a plot point, point. it goes to what I was talking about, where it's supposed to be a military operation, but it's really more of an economic operation and this is one of the things highball has to learn as he as he goes along i don't want to say much more because it's kind of a thing near the end of issue one um but uh but that's part of the uh that's part of this that's part of the the progression of the story that's Mm -hmm. part of what's going on behind the scenes
1: and then fred i'm going to go back to you and Stuart. just jump in um because I there was one question that you were I know you were talking about the hair the hologram you know on the head and stuff but Fred I wanted to ask you where did you come up the with the idea of um, giving highball spiky hair spiky orange hair
3: I love that hair by the
2: way yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of a my my homage to like say the Futurama character uh, you know uh, and, oh, uh, yeah and stuff like that where I'm like I kind of you know it's a you know he's distinct enough, and and there I, I initially I'm like they're all going to be in the same uniform, mm-hmm. so like how do you distinguish who's who from this? Yes. You know so uh, I always take that standpoint of designing a character to like oh okay you're going to recognize him in a long shot and a close up. Yes. So uh-huh. so I try to kind of approach it that way, and I wanted uh, Highball to be you know he's supposed to be special so mm-hmm. like uh, everybody else wears a skull cap you know mm-hmm. men and women uh he's got the one with with actual dimension to his hair and uh and i i thought you know he's always going to stand out no matter what i do and mm-hmm. uh and when i color uh color him for the color uh for the covers uh, i i've i've uh played around with the idea that you know uh, my concept of what his hair actually is which is a, a hologram really uh with with a led like like super like you know thousands
3: of leds per Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's really what it looks like like it's got it it, it, it's almost like it's it's illuminated in this in this bizarre pixel way with a with a million pixels or something yeah Yeah. this was. i was not able to successfully communicate that to the uh variant cover artists (laughs) i don't think i i had to go I, i did tell them all it's not hair you know it's um but uh but the the, the nuances are pretty
2: <laughs> it's not hair it's whatever not you hair Not because <laughs> because yeah it really it's like it could it the the possibilities are all over the place you mm-hmm. know uh, yeah uh, you know and i i do like playing around with that idea but that, that could be like a whole like backstory thing that you know like like how did mm-hmm. the hair you know develop but uh it's it's you know it shouldn't be a story. It's just it should only be in the background. But as long as you know a little bit about it, it's in yeah. yep.
1: So um Fred, I'm gonna ask you a couple um couple questions. And Stuart, please feel free to chime in. Um because um I wanted because I know Fred, you said that you always wanted to do a science fiction story. Um one of the designs that I saw um was um something called and correct. Correct me, correct me the pronunciation. Um, biter, it was highballed, one seater ride. Um, that'll looked...
2: oh, it's yeah. biter, biter ships, ship. Yeah, biter ship. Yeah,
1: it looks it. like when I saw the design
2: of it, it looked like a futuristic speed buggy. Were you going for that idea, or yeah, pretty much? I, 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 I realize like I'm not, um, uh like I would be working in Hollywood if I could design really amazing spaceships. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> re- uh, uh, I, I, I went with the more fun approach of I'm going to use something familiar, kind of like a heavy metal, you know, like uh, the guy that did the, the floating taxis. In, oh God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heavy metal. And, and they, they were old like Studebeggers or something, you mm-hmm. know, some old car Thing with no wheels it just floated so i kind of went with a 74 volkswagen and uh i was like that that's going to be my <laughs> basis for this ship you know and uh i you know i found all this reference i got a i have a toy uh volkswagen that i, I can i can model and take different mm-hmm. shots and angles of it and then of course he has to have a spoiler in the back, you know, because mm-hmm. it's space. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. uh, but
2: like I, you know, I feel like it was fun to play around with that, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, no, no wheels, obviously, but he's got like the little jets to shoot him around. It was, it, I was, I tried not to overthink it. You mm-hmm. know.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looks great. It looks great. Relax
2: and have fun, and, and mm-hmm. uh, we're, you know, but where you know where the Volkswagen has the, the the engines in the back, yes. Yeah. So. You end up uh, like with the cockpit right where mm-hmm. a normal engine would be. And, and that gives you the opportunity to look out. Mm-hmm. And there's ambiguous space in the back. Mm-hmm. So you, you you might be able to go in the back where the other stuff is.
3: So you're saying that the the 74 Volkswagen Beetle is the most space-worthy car. Oh, um, totally. That yeah. the, the planet Earth has yet designed. Exactly. We're, it's, because, it's because the, the engine's in the back.
2: So, yeah. 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 <laughs> all we have to do sense. is look at it again and, and go, you know, we just got to like patch a few holes and it's uh, just,
3: it's just logic.
2: I get <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like you, if you, no, the rest is just
3: engineering. Yeah. It's just yeah. engineering.
2: Yeah. Just that's work it all, out. That's all that is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Brett, I'm going to ask you an, um, another um question and Stuart, I'm going to ask you to chime in on this one. Um, okay. there is a race called, Oh God, I'm going to try to pronounce this. And I, for Stuart, you already, you guys know what this is. The
4: Shikiri? <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, yeah, one.
3: I actually, I, I, I designed, I, I originally, when I don't know if I ever even told Fred this, but I, uh, when I, I was originally thinking about Highball, I was thinking about it as a scripted podcast. And, uh, I sort of worked out how to pronounce that for myself yes. as sort of a joke. And now I can't remember. It was, it involved a bunch of, sounds like it it, it it uh it was something like like but it was it was like up it went up and down and it was her race that was uh that that she came from these are the bird people the warrior mm-hmm. bird people and uh her race was the but, but i i can't do it anymore i'd, I'd have to practice it again so, oh yeah you, you have to grow up in that culture to get it right <laughs> by the way pyre hates those names tom pyre hates those names he, yeah every note every, he, he gives me almost no notes on highball but every time he says uh can you change that that's like really annoying to read and i'm like yeah okay i'll say and then i don't change it <laughs> uh, you, you cross off an e at the end
1: right
4: <laughs> Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. It is fun. I mean, like, if it ever takes off, you know, now it's like, I, I, I'm like, you have to keep that if it's mo- a movie, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's uh,
3: <laughs> no, I totally worked out how to pronounce it once, and I think I have long notes on it to myself somewhere, but I, I again, it would take me like a day to learn how to do it again,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I was like playing around with
3: the idea of what it like, I'm
2: trying to teach myself Spanish and Greek mm-hmm. right now, wow, a Duolingo, so I'm uh, uh I was like. Oh, yeah, I, I get that thing in my throat, you know, with the there's certain letters that I'm like, maybe I could bring that into that word, you know, and, and pronounce uh, Sharia or, or Sharia. Yeah. Shariah. Yeah.
3: I could, I could bring that in somehow. <laughs> I have to, I have to copy and paste it every time too, because I can't remember how yeah. many apostrophes there are and stuff. How many is, uh, yeah. yeah. How many is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But they're the, uh, they're, they're the sort of badass warrior people in the, in the, um, Mm-hmm. in the book and uh highball has a run-in with one of them in issue one that mm-hmm. kind of is the kind of kickoff point for everything that happens after that in the series yes and then um
1: fred i wanted to ask you um are, so Stuart, i know we already talked about that this is the bird race warriors so um fred how did you come up with the design for the um
4: the
2: um, the, um this race did, did Stuart give you notes or yeah, it gave me some uh, basic, like, they're kind of a, this this race has a, 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 like, they're kind of a bird race people, but you didn't say how human or not they should look. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't put a lot of work into it. And, and no. I'm like, I like going, okay, if, I, if they're going to be alien, <laughs> I want to make them alien. Yes, you know? yeah. Yep. Like dinosaurs, too, and going, yeah oh, dinosaur kind of approach, and then I found these, uh, uh, tropical birds that have these weird things on their heads that are just you know like horns of some sort and i'm like
0: i'll throw that on there mm-hmm. you know and so it,
2: it, that way their their close-up will be distinct and their eyes are are not going to be traditional eyes and, mm-hmm. you know, like they're yeah not, they, i wanted like if if we could explore it they're just so deep
3: you could go with it you know and uh, they look I, I, amazing they look amazing and like one thing one thing you did that i loved was uh I had the vague idea they had, you know, they're warriors. They have various kinds of primitive weaponry and stuff. Yes. And I really wasn't, I really wasn't thinking much past Hawkman, to be honest, you know, and yeah. I suggested one of them have a mace and you made it this organic mace that comes from their planet. It's like a, it's made out of, um, that's is like, a it a, seed, it's, like a seed pod, uh, seed pod, yeah.
2: on
4: a, on a, stem, on a, cord, sort of.
2: a uh, yeah break the branch off and like now it's a mace you know yeah that, yeah that was great you know, I, I feel i was that was my little bit of a like a klingon kind of culture
4: mm-hmm. you know like
2: they always try to bring some ancient klingon thing from their like home planet and then yes like, like, dude you're everybody else has lasers and yeah and swinging an axe I, like you know <laughs> yeah so uh that that's kind of uh I, I i i tried to think about things as much as i could but, no but but you know like St- Stuart said when i saw that drawing
1: i love it where it's like their weapons are organic it, you know it, it's part of it's you know whatever is growing yeah. around the you know and that's great um now i'm joking on this part now we know highball drinks you know um so forth so and Stuart and fred you know um you know, um, did um, did you guys have fun making up your own alcoholic beverage names for the <laughs> comic series?
3: Did you guys have any fun doing that? I I mostly refer to existing ones, mostly for shorthand. Like yeah. uh, there's one point where he's drinking a big thing labeled Bahama Mama, which I just thought was sort of funny. Um, but I, I don't think we've actually made. It. Oh yeah, we do in the in issues four and five. Like okay. we get into he he starts drinking a, a concoction called a Hot Jupiter um which uh which, which is pretty funny. that sequence you drew where they have the hot jupiters and it's it, it and they spit them out it's just too strong for them that made me laugh out loud when i saw it on the page that was just wonderful but that's way that's issues four and five mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that eventually yeah it's a lot of yeah
2: that's really fun but i, I was like thinking of beer i have some beer names here i i have the easy <laughs> space debris uh that that would be a good one or a uh, meteor malbec uh, oh. uh, uh, like a, Sunspot IPA. These actually might exist. Actually, I some
3: know. like my my local uh, other half. My local brewery has one called Laced in Space, um, which yeah, I like quite course. a bit. Probably just go there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know so. what'll happen, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I got my big one is the Higgs Highball.
4: There you go. The, you know, the Higgs closing. Like oh, yeah, highball. yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, I
2: was I just was playing around with ideas just for your podcast here. Like, oh yeah, uh, there you go. Maybe they'll appear Exclusive. later. In
4: the
3: background. <laughs> yeah, you should, there should be a shelf in the in the bar in the in issue Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, That's uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I'm doing the bar scene
2: right now, so I, I can I can put that in the background. Nice, perfect. Nice. And you can say, look for, look, they were, they were, uh, premiered here, right? right That's right. (laughs) Put on the program.
1: So Fred, I'm going to ask, you know, um, um, actually I'm going to ask, you know, please give a shout out to the rest of the creative team on this comic,
2: on the series. Oh yeah. Lee, Lee is like amazing. He's a really guy. Lee Lowridge. Yeah. Uh On the the colors or. uh, you know, like we worked with them before on other things and, and mm-hmm. uh, did Sn- uh, Snelson, I think. And, yeah, uh, he and uh, uh, yeah, he was, you know, but he does so much. I'm like, wow, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. real work with somebody who knows what they're doing and mm-hmm. and,
3: and you can actually
2: talk to the guys. He's,
4: he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
3: Rob Steen is a letterer and he does most mm-hmm. of the Ahoy books and he's great to work with, too. He's uh, <laughs> he's um, he's one of the He's one of the most I, I've known him for years, but he's also just a really good, straightforward, straight ahead letterer. And uh, he's uh, I don't know, he, he 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 makes he makes the books incredibly smooth and fun to read. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll mention the variant cover artist just really quickly. The first yes. one has a cover by uh, David Rubin, mm-hmm. who is an up and comer who uh, he, he just did a book called Cosmic Detective. Um, that was a Kickstarter. And I, I recommend that book really highly. It's, it's wild Jack Kirby type stuff. Um, and uh, the second one has one by John McRae, mm-hmm. um, who are, uh, did the book Hitman with Garth Ennis years ago. And it's like always around. And he's uh, he, he really outdid himself on that one. And the third one is a new artist named uh, Dan Shonak, who's done a bunch of in, uh, interior artists, interior art illustrations mm-hmm. for Ahoy over the last few years. And he came up with a really funny idea for it too. So, uh, so those are all those all came out pretty nice, I think. Okay, so Fred and Stuart, and you guys can because I'm slowly wrapping
1: this up. Um, the obvious question: Will we see more of Highball in the
0: future?
3: Oh, after this five issues? Yes. Well, that'll depend. That'll depend on how it s- sells. I can't. I would love to. I could write Highball all day. All the space cadets
2: who are here listening to this to uh buy 10 copies that's right and have their friends buy 10 more copies get your get out your decoder ring yeah Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for all uh you can have like a a compare notes and see if you find any more any extra beer names in the background (laughs) Uh, right yeah well it'll be we need, yeah. We just need, uh, yeah, all, all the all the friends and mm-hmm. people like comics that that like space adventures to uh, uh, buy buy the books, and you'll you'll get more. You know, it's a, yep. it's a really interesting. It's how amount. it works? Yeah, totally yeah. works that way. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> all right, so guys, I'm slowly, uh, <laughs> I'm slowly wrapping
1: things up. I'm sorry. Um, so, um, Stewart, um, I'm going to start with you. Do you have any store signing appearances or con appearances in late september
3: or in october um i'll be uh i'll be around in some capacity at uh, new york comic-con i'm not sure exactly how much i'll be there mm-hmm. um we may have an ahoy panel that hasn't mm-hmm. we haven't heard back from the um yeah. from the con yet about that um and if so fred and i will both be on it we're both local to new york mm-hmm. um i'm not traveling too much right now yeah. um but uh you know pandemic starts letting up a little more i might uh i might get out of the city a little more yeah. um but uh but that's definitely new york comic-con i'll be around mm-hmm. for that what about you fred uh yeah
2: definitely new york comic-con i'll be floating around you know collecting covid uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and <laughs> no, back issues yes, yes. You know. yeah.
3: But, uh, yeah i gotta i gotta get the whole
2: set you know and <laughs> uh
3: so all the, variants, to- all the variants, yeah, 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 <laughs> all go. the variants.
4: <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> so and
2: uh, I, I kind of hope to uh, go to the Baltimore uh c- uh convention. Uh like uh, I I I see all my friends that I know in New York uh, mm-hmm. are, they seem to be going to Baltimore and and uh uh that sounds really interesting. And I'm just keeping my ears and eyes open for anything else that, that pops yeah. up. Uh, uh-huh. Sometimes I go to Forbidden Planet over here and, and oh, yes.
4: mm-hmm.
2: buy comics uh, in Manhattan, mm-hmm. uh, but like nobody knows when I'm gonna do that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I not even when I'm gonna do that. But, yeah, so.
1: All right, so um, Stuart, I'm gonna, I'm last question. I'm gonna start with you, Stuart you know, before I wrap this up, do you have any closing words to our
3: listeners? Um, no, I just hope every I hope people try it. The uh, Highball is also, yeah, I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting the issues together now, and it's also packed with extra stuff. It's got, every issue has comic strips by a guy named Chris Duffy, who's extremely talented. Um, it's got extra stories in the back. It's got little previews and um it's got a little duty roster on the back cover that lets you know who everybody is um oh. and uh and that so that and and i'm changing the type i'm changing the text for that every issue so it'll it'll mix things up a little bit um so it's we're, we're all ta- i guess what i'm trying to say is we're all taking a lot of care with this book we're uh, with every aspect of it and i hope that shows and i hope people like it
1: yeah yeah
2: fred um do you have any closing words Oh yeah, no. I feel like uh, you know, follow uh, follow Ahoy on Twitter, and uh, you know Ahoy Comics, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they they uh, uh, they all seem to uh, do a real great. You know, like like Kana is always posting there, and uh, uh, they're they're putting up all the information you need to know about like the latest things. And everybody mm-hmm. when when did when to go to your comic book place? Yes. Is, mm-hmm you know uh like yeah. don't seem to realize like oh i gotta let them know i mm-hmm. want that it won't just magically show up there you know you yeah. have to have
3: <laughs> yeah so.
2: yeah pre-ordering helps yeah 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 so so being a, be annoying to your comic book guy but <laughs> you know, he doesn't get not too it. enough yeah people like bring him a cookie, or <laughs> cookie you know, and uh something like that you know because yeah that that's what helps us you know and and we really enjoyed doing this project and and we'd love to do more but you know it's like yeah you know i otherwise we'll have to come up with another thing to annoy everybody with you know <laughs> yep. so, well, the next character will be called high uh, yes. uh, you know <laughs> and, uh, we'll that book and uh, that's how we'll come up with the new
3: one <laughs> that's right that'll be a hit
1: <laughs> all right so Stuart and fred you know mahalo thank you very much for coming back on the podcast thank you very much thank you for giving me another opportunity to interview guys you know um i wish you guys all the success with highball you know and i also want to thank hannah of super fan promotions for setting up this interview so hannah thank you very much um if you are a new comic book reader or a lifelong comic book reader please check out highball again it is a five-part series from ahoy comics magazine um I really I, you know if if you have no idea what um if you don't know um, um, like about what ahoy comics magazine is uh, check it out you know as Stuart and Fred has mentioned, you know, it's like, um, you know, like with Highball, it, it kind of, it looks like almost like a, some type of a comedy book, but but with what I noticed, and Stuart and Fred, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I noticed with um, Ahoy Comics is that it starts off one way where it's like, I think it's going to be, you know, a comedy but there, there's different layers under it. Like you said, there's a political satire to it. There's a, it it's a commentary, a social commentary. Fred, like you said, it's a social commentary, you know, what's going on nowadays. And that's the thing, what I really love about Ahoy Comics. Um, you know, um, yeah, so that's, so. if you guys have never checked out Ahoy Comics, please, I recommend you guys check out Ahoy Comics. Um, again, Highball, first issue comes out on September 7th. Um, issue two also comes out on October twelfth, and also two that comes out on October twelfth uh, is the um, the Wrong Earth um, one sh- um, trade that collects all the um, collects all the uh, I believe it's the um, five all the five um, one shots yeah. in that trade. So and that I really highly recommend. I've read you know I, I you know um, because of um, my limited time I, I only I only read about two or three of those one shots
3: and it's great. It's not yeah, it's got work by it's got work by Gail Simone and Mark Wade and yes. Mark Russell, in addition to us. So yeah, it's a it's 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 a it's a great little collection. It,
1: it is. Um, sorry, Stuart, I'm kind of going off the cuff because no, it's okay. I remember you recommended that I read uh, Mark's Mark's one Wrong Earth.
3: Oh, Confidence Man, Confidence Man. Yes,
1: yeah. and I remember you told me that was a dark story. I read it and I was like, oh my god oh no mark russell's uh, yeah yeah i'm sorry mark russell yeah yeah yeah. sorry
3: mark yeah no that's a that's a very dark story that's that might be the darkest story that the ahoy is published
1: but it's a very good story again it's really good
3: one level we're thinking oh
1: you know they're doing it for good and like oh we see what you guys are really doing you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. so and also i want to thank drew the coast of comics for fun and profit for putting this episode together Drew, thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes. And if you are a new listener, please check out new episodes of Comics for Farm Profit that comes out every Saturday. And I want to thank you, the listener. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this
0: episode. Until next time, guys, aloha. Aloha. Thank aloha. you, guys. Thank you. Jason's always asking who his next interview should be. As you guys know, he does a fantastic job. Uh, reaching out to these creators, their publicists, their pub publishers, various people coordinating these interviews and sharing them with us, and we appreciate it very much. But he's always trying to to do more. He's always asking for the right mix to reach out for. So I'm opening it up to you guys. Just share, share on our social media platforms. Send us an email. Let us know who you want us to interview, what your dream interview people are or up and comers you'd like to hear from. Jason only has so many hours in the day and he has quite a schedule, but he'd, he'd love to hear your thoughts and any other feedback you have on the interview episodes. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate it.